Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Hi guys, good morning, happy Monday, how was everybody's weekend? Well, it's officially fall now, it was officially fall, I guess on Friday too, but now it really feels like it. Um, Wow, so many interesting responses from uh, Friday's episode. I mean, seriously, I think every single person on this earth has been cheated on. We got so many nice DMs, Uh, I'll just read, read one or two. Hi, Tinks. Just listened to your pod about cheating. I was cheated on four years ago by my boyfriend. I stayed with after. I just started therapy to cope with this years later since I felt too shameful to even deal with it at the time. Your pod really helped me uh, about it being your pod about it being about them, not you really helped me. Thanks for everything. You're so welcome. I got quite a few messages like that. It's it's can be really, really difficult not to internalize, not to internalize and not to take it so personally. And I think, you know, a lot of that has to do with, especially for my millennial sisters out there, the way that cheating was portrayed in the media when we were growing up. Like, I always think about um, the Brad and Jen scandal and, you know, how they painted Jennifer Aniston to be this kind of like sad woman and, you know, whatever. And they, they kind of put uh, put Angelina and Jen against each other like, ooh, the two women. And it, it was not at all about Brad Pitt being a shithead. You know, it wasn't all about it. The, the headline was never like, he's a cheating fuck. It was like, ooh, wh- whose side are you on? Remember there was even those shirts that they sold at Kitson? It was like team, team Jen, team Angelina. Can you fucking imagine? Like it's flabbergasting when you think about it. So especially for my millennial girlies out there, I, I, I know how personally we take things and I know how much negative energy we absorbed from the media growing up. So I really want to hammer that home um, over and over again. So today I have a, I, I don't know, it came to me on the treadmill on my rich mom walk. I have never done an episode about this, but it's funny because it's my sole, not my sole purpose. One of my main purposes in life is to raise the self-worth of other women. So this episode is going to be one of my five things 
And it's going to be five things that you can do to raise your self-worth and your self-esteem. Okay. And it's funny because I didn't even really think about my self-worth until probably three years ago. I thought a lot about confidence. I thought about confidence since probably when I went to college because I've, I've said this before, but when I arrived at Stanford, I had this realization that no one knew who I was. I could start completely anew. And I said to myself, I, nobody knows if I'm confident or not. Uh, so I can pretend to be confident and people will believe it. And that's exactly what I did. Confidence is a different thing. And I think it's very important to recognize the difference. It's a different episode, and I'm happy to do an episode on that too. But today, I want to talk about self-worth. And I think the reason that I was thinking about it is because of the cheating episode. And I was thinking about, you know, what women accept and, and how they view themselves. And I just think it's extremely important. I think self-worth is also different than self-esteem, only slightly. Going back to that episode of the Foster Sisters podcast with Todd Rose, he says, self-esteem is the judgment of yourself against the alignment of your beliefs and behaviors. That is super relevant to what I want to talk about as kind of the backdrop. And I think that that's, you know, that's so true. So if you are suffering from low self-esteem, then you need to examine what your behaviors are against um against your beliefs. So everybody has a set of beliefs, right? So for example, on Friday's podcast, when I was talking about cheating, I said that for me, cheating goes against my moral code. That's my moral code. That's my belief. Therefore, it would follow if I cheated on my boyfriend or whatever, a person I was seeing, I would, that would lower my self-esteem. So to me, that's a very useful thing to keep in mind because if you feel your self-esteem slipping and you don't know why, it could be because you are doing something that doesn't align with your beliefs. It could also mean that your beliefs are wrong, right? You could also have a belief that is no longer serving you. So say you have a really difficult job out of college and your whole life you think, oh, it's really important for me to be like an investment banker. And then you are trying really hard at it and you don't like it and it's making you feel bad about yourself. In that case, I would say it's not the behavior, it's the belief, right? It's the belief that your only option is to be an investment banker and work yourself nine to five. So it's, it's complex. It's really interesting. So self-esteem, think about that. Think about your, your set of beliefs, moral or otherwise, and then think of your behaviors against them. That's, that's the equation of self-esteem. So I have a trip planned to Palm Desert coming up and I booked an Airbnb because I wanted to be with all of my friends. This house we booked has a beautiful pool. So you guys know I will be catching some rays and doing a little bit of tanning. I know a few friends who have houses and when they're away, whether it's on a trip or they're traveling for work, they just Airbnb their houses. So they're like actively making money while they're away, which is kind of the dream, right? Like passively making extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with brand new releases and next listen recommendations. There's a story for every listener from classic favorites to exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors. Okay, so you guys, I listened to The Shards by Brett Easton Ellis on Audible and it was so scary. Okay, I was freaking out. I would be in my car listening to it and I literally sometimes would have to pull over because I was so engrossed in the story. It's set in Los Angeles. It is a mystery 
mystery thriller whodunit and it is so scary and it's so emotive and I literally was addicted to it I couldn't do anything else for like two weeks while I was listening to it audible members can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog New Audible members can try Audible now for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash tinks or text tinks to 500-500. That's audible.com slash tinks or text tinks to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days. Do you find yourself searching for true crime podcasts that are different from what you're always recommended? Do you want to make a real difference in the cases that you're following? Well, you're a crime junkie. And I'm Ashley Flowers the creator and host of the number one true crime podcast, Crime Junkie. There are hundreds of episodes already available, and each Monday we dive into the details of cases spanning from some of the most infamous to those that you have never heard covered before. Listen to Crime Junkie podcast now, wherever you're listening. Today I want to give you five things, uh, five five things to raise your self-worth. And I think it's so important because, again, like I said, I think for women... it has a lot to do with what we accept for ourselves. And you know how I always talk about women are like rubber bands. We just stretch and stretch and stretch. And I think a lot of us have the belief that like, oh, the more I take on, the higher self-worth I'll have. And I don't think that that's true. I actually think it's the opposite. I actually think there's a lot of power in saying no. And then when you say no to things, it can actually raise your self-worth. Okay, shut up, Tinks. Get to the five things. We love a list. We This Virgo loves a list. Okay, number one. Do things for others. Don't roll your eyes. I'm not trying to be Mother Teresa here. This is an actual, genuine, serious thing that I have found to massively raise my self-worth. Um, especially doing things for people who can do nothing for you. That is so helpful for self-worth. And this goes, this is a scale, right? This can be small as doing like a favor for someone. It can be as small as doing, you know, doing charity work. Uh, not that that's small. Sorry. You know what I mean? But it can be, it can be as, as like low barrier to entry as just, you know, going to a soup kitchen or whatever. But this is how you should live your life is in service of others. <clears throat> I've told this story before, but when I was going through my Saturn return and I went to that place in Sedona and I had this reading with this woman, she was like, I was really lost. I was just about to move to LA. And she was like, you are not using all your talent and you need to be in service to others. And at the time, I was still thinking I wanted to like work in fashion or marketing. And I was like, what is she on about? Like, I don't really want to work in charity because that's how small minded I was. I thought the only way that you can you can be live in service to others is to do charity work. Completely not the case. There are one million ways to live in service of others. And when I started to do TikTok and when I started to give advice and when I started to answer DMs and talk to you guys, I realized that's what she was talking about is that I was put on earth to make other people feel good and make a safe space for especially women to share their stories and to bond over the experience of life. And so even if your job has nothing to do with helping people, there is a way to make it be about helping people. And there's a way to live your life and think about, and and there's a way to live your life, which is in service to others. And I'll be honest, guys, even my therapist, whenever I'm having like what we call a low mood, when I'm really, really bad, down bad, just like, you know, Mr. D is creeping in or Mr. Anxiety is like, like ruining my brain. She says, what can you do for, for other people today? What can you do for other people? And I say, you're absolutely right. And that's when I put do not disturb on and I do an hour of DMs just chatting with people. Or that's when I research the next charity thing that I'm going to do. Or that's when I, 
uh, do a Starbucks giveaway or that's when I, you know, whatever it is, it is an automatic reset and it resets your brain and it raises your self-worth because you know why? First of all, because it's great to do things for other people. And secondly, because uh, it reminds you that it's not all about you. It's not all about you. We're, we're, it's a big, big world. And even though our brains can make us feel like we are the main character of the entire universe, we're only the main character of our life. And it's actually very stress relieving to remember that. Okay. So that's my number one thing. Number two, do things that you're good at. So this is something that's quite difficult for people. I mean, at least it was for me. Maybe it's easy for you. If so, I'm so proud of you. I want you to think about the things that you're good at. And this could be anything. It could be a job. It could be a hobby. It could be um, maybe you're really good at, at hosting your friends. It could be literally anything. I want you to lean into those things. And if you don't know what they are, I want you to set aside time to try and figure out what those things are. Because when you do things that you're good at, that is a direct correlation with raising your self-worth. I think that for a lot of us in our 20s, the reason why we struggle with self-worth is because we don't know what we're good at. And all the things that we thought we were good at maybe aren't relevant anymore or maybe are wrong. So for example, a lot of us, you know, we have amazing hobbies in high school and college. You know, maybe we do theater. Maybe we have, we write for the school newspaper. Maybe we play a sport. And then all of a sudden we get chucked into the real world and like none of that really matters and we're not being validated in that way. You're not, you know, maybe you were really good at a subject in school and then all of a sudden you're in your job and maybe you're not good at your job. I mean, for me, I know that's why I took such a hit in my young 20s because I started at Gap and I was so fucking shitty at this job that I thought I was going to be amazing at. Worse, everybody else thought I was going to be amazing at. They were like, oh my God, you're our number one pick for the RMP program, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh my God, you're born for this. And then I sucked. And I had this belief that I was going to do this for the rest of my life. And that's why I think my self-worth took such a hit. So over the course of my 20s, it was about finding out, you know, what am I good at in small ways and in big ways? And I didn't find, again, I know I go on and on about it like a broken record, but I do it so that anyone out there feeling lost feels okay. Like I didn't find my job that I was good at until I was 30. It's not all about career though. It's also about other things. Like maybe you're really good at giving advice. Maybe you're really good at planning your annual friend's trip away. Maybe you are really good at finding new restaurants for your friends to try on a Friday night. It could be anything. It could be so small, you guys. But I want you to do those things and I want you to feel proud. And as women, oh my God, we have so much, we have so much problem. So, so, such a big problem feeling proud. I want you to feel proud. If you are a fucking amazing wizard at finding new cool restaurants and every Friday night you're like, you guys, I got this new Ethiopian place. We're going to go try. Uh, I made a reservation. You're going to love it. Blah, blah, blah. I researched it on Eater and whatever. Saw it on the infatuation, whatever it is. And they go and they have a good time. I want you to feel proud of that. It's not a small thing, okay? You have to celebrate those small things. I think for me, like... One example, and see, I even feel a bit cringy saying this, but I'll share it with you. I always felt like the one thing that I had, even when I felt like I had nothing else, was I felt like I was always good at making people feel happy. And I, I didn't allow myself to feel proud of that until I was in my 30s. But looking back, that was something where I was always like, you know, I'm bad at my job, but I can always make my friends happy. 
I can always make it fun. So it could be something like that too. So number two, do things that you're good at and really feel proud about them. Okay. Number four, number three, <laughs> dyslexia. Hello. <laughs> um, spend time with yourself and become your own best friend. Okay. So this is kind of connected to number two because it's, this is, this is like the vehicle to get to number two. In order to figure out what you're good at, you need to spend time alone. Even if you have in a relationship, even if it's loving, blah, blah, blah. Great. We love it. Spend time alone and enjoy it. Become your own best friend. Because when you become your own best friend, you're saying, I value this person. I value myself. I like spending time with myself. I am worthy of spending time with. And people always think that I'm crazy, but I always say I have a riot by myself. Like I don't like to be alone, but I genuinely, I have a riot by myself. I have private jokes with myself. I love to do a little, you know, the sparking joy thing that I always talk about. I love to do a little drive to the valley, get my favorite salad, go to Big Chill by myself, listening to Taylor Swift on blast and really romanticizing those moments. Because again, then you are telling your brain, I am a person who's fun to have to spend time with. I am a person who can stand to be with themselves alone. And that's really important, right? Because if you don't, if you can't be with yourself alone, and if you don't have fun alone, and if you don't, I'm sorry, but if you don't love yourself, how can you ever ask someone to love you completely? And I think this is the trap that a lot of women fall in where they're like, they don't have that high self-worth and then they think that getting into a relationship will raise the self-worth. But all it does is reinforce the idea that they're not good enough by themselves. And I think that that's why we have so many women who are unhappy in their late 30s and 40s and beyond. I'll be honest, that's that I'm going for it. I didn't even fucking qualify, you guys. I'm on one today. So I know it can be hard at first. I know because I, I literally hate to be alone. Like I, I literally want to buy, I, I say all the time when I'm drunk, I'm like, I just want to work hard enough so that I can buy a big house and have all my friends move in, which is creepy. And we'll, we'll address it in another pod. I really want to do a podcast, which is called everything that's wrong with me, because there are a lot of things that are wrong with me. Anyway, put a pin in it. Um, but I do need that plug and wall time. And when I have it, I just have a riot by myself. Like I have this joke with myself. I'm going to sound crazy. I have this joke with myself that I'm on Top Chef and I lay out all my ingredients when I'm alone with Viche and I put on music and I literally like pretend that I'm that I'm making a salad like that's going to be presented to to the judges. And it's just like my, my, my little joke. And I have this specific like set of Taylor Swift songs that I listen to in the car when I go to Big Chill. And it's like my little joke with myself. And I wish I'd done that sooner. Like I wish I'd been less afraid to be alone when I was younger because I always thought when I was younger, like, oh, if you're spending time alone, you're like a loser. Like, what do you not have any friends? Whatever. Untrue. Untrue. All I was doing was reinforcing to myself, like, Tinks, you need a boyfriend. You need a boyfriend. You need a boyfriend to be complete. You need a boyfriend to be whole. Now I'm like, hey, boyfriends are great, but I'm cool by myself too. And as such, I've started to attract such a higher level of person, such a higher quality level of person in casual dating, in serious dating, water seeks its own level, baby. So when you're vibrating so high and you love yourself and you're like, I have so much fun by myself, trust me, the people that come into your life will, you're pulling them in with the law of attraction. Water seeks its own level. Number four, really easy one, read. I don't care what. 
I don't care if you don't like reading that much. Download an audiobook. It can be easy. It can be fiction. It can be an autobiography. It can be a silly book of poems. Just read. I I just think that reading is the most I mean I'm projecting a little bit because for me it's my favorite thing that I love to do but I promise you it raises your self-worth and it expands your mind and that just comes back in dividends it pays dividends right it doesn't matter don't have any judgment or shame about what you're reading please just read 10 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day. You can start small, listen to an audiobook. I don't have any fucking time, by the way, for people who say the audiobooks aren't reading. Literally get fucked. Like, pick another battle. Pick another battle, okay? Please just read. I promise you it will raise your self worth. Think about your screen time, your scrolling, whatever. Maybe you do it on your commute. You do, you know, 10 minutes on your walk to the subway. In your car, you do a little audiobook. I promise you it might be hard to get into it. It will raise your self worth. And it has saved me time and time again in periods of breakups, depression, anxiety. It teaches you about the world. Again, it really doesn't matter what what it, what books you read, but you I promise you this is a really important thing. Just try to read. Okay, number 5. Don't accept behavior that you wouldn't accept for your best friend. Okay? This is the lens with which I want you to date, work, friendships, everything. If you're in a situation and I want you to gut check and think, what would I say if my best friend was in this situation? I think this specifically pertains to dating, especially for my girls and gays in your 20s. If your best friend was being treated the way that you're being treated, would you be happy or would you be sad? And that's it, period. Because this one is specifically important for people who maybe are still building their self-worth because it's a good gut check, right? We accept so much bullshit for ourselves, but when it comes to our best friends, we're like, no way. We're like, no way, dump him. Or like, no way, you have to leave that job. It's toxic or whatever. We stand up for our friends more than we stand up for ourselves when we're younger because it's easier for us to show our love for them than it is for us to show our, uh, the, our love for ourselves, okay? So that is the lens with which I want you to look through everything. Would I be happy or sad if my best friend was being treated this way? Would I be happy or sad if my best friend was doing this behavior? And look, that goes to like body image too. If you wake up every day and you look in the mirror and you're like, you fucking look disgusting. Like, I hate you. Would you allow your best friend to speak to themselves that way? No, you wouldn't. You'd be like, stop it right now. You're stop it right now. And that's what I want you to do. I feel so passionately about this, you guys, because like I said, I genuinely think not to be woo-woo, that I was put on earth to raise the worth of self-women everywhere. Um, But also because I'm trying to, again, be the influencer that I needed when I was younger. I wish that someone had brought it to my attention. I honestly never even said the word self-worth until I was like 29, 30. So I'm calling this to your attention. I'm asking you to write these five things in your phone and try to work on them one by one. Just start. Just start with one one of them. Just start with reading or just start with uh, doing things for others and just see how you can build on it and build on it because you are building a foundation for a life of love, a life of getting what you deserve, a life of pulling in happy and positive things and positive people around you. I want you guys to have strong self-worth because that will give you a higher level of partner. And as women... You know, as Sheryl Sandberg says, the, one of the most important decisions that we make 
in our career is who we partner, is who we marry with, because that affects women. Unfortunately, we're not in a place where we are equal. And so it really matters the the level of human that we choose to do life with because that that's going to affect okay we take out time to have kids are they going to support us if we want to go back to work are they going to support us if we are have our reproductive rights taken away are they going to support us okay so that's it's it's all connected higher self-worth more love better people it's like that tiktok sound better ingredients better pizza that's true it's true um I really hope you found this helpful. I want to talk more about this stuff. I think for me, just like a learning curve is I was listening back to some of my early pods and I didn't hit the nail on the head. I don't know why I was, you know, it's to do with my qualifying thing, which I'm still working on. Frankly, it's it's really a, a challenge for me, but I want to just go for it and say what I mean and and also state my intent. So I'm ending this Uh, podcast with my intent. Again, I want to raise your self-worth because you matter. I want you to take up space in this world and I don't want you to accept anything less than. Do no harm, but take no shit, okay? I love you guys so much. I will see you on Wednesday.